0: blog talk radio good afternoon gentlemen and welcome to the encouragement group the group that we do each and every friday because we know that weekends are tough we know that we have a tendency to start getting suddenly more well on the weekends we get the idea that we've done enough work but, gentlemen, as we say to you over and over again, we didn't bring you here to do some of the work. We didn't bring you here to do most of the work. We brought you here to do all of the work, to leave no stone unturned, because you've tried it. You've tried to take the shortcuts, whether this is your first time in treatment and you said, I'm going to do this on my own, and you thought you could make it that way, or you've been down the treatment around the treatment block time after time, You have sold yourself short. And there is no better time to do all the work. There is no better place, in my opinion, to do all of that work than right here. Because when you think about it, you've been to outpatient programs, right? You go to those outpatient programs and you're dealing with guys that are relapsing every single day. You're dealing with guys that are coming and going. You can't set the safety anchors that are needed to do the real deep work. And you've been to inpatient rehab, and you go there for what? Five, seven, ten, fourteen days. By the time you're ready to start working, you're on your way out the door. We have a unique opportunity here, gentlemen. We provide you with a safe setting. We provide you with the time to do all of that work. What is the purpose of this group? What is encouragement? What does courage mean? Courage means the ability to face something that is difficult or scary. Your treatment and recovery can be difficult and scary. And for people who don't understand it, and they think the lifestyle of use is what's difficult and scary, that's something you became comfortable with. You became comfortable with that chaos. So to encourage you is to put that courage in you, to face this difficult and scary journey of recovery, to get you to the place where you're willing to be vulnerable, where you're willing to take the risks necessary to reap the rewards. And what I uh, thought about, what I wanted to talk with you guys about today, I have to credit the A and B group, because I never know where these ideas are going to hit me, but this one hit me yesterday while I was doing A and B group. And uh, I wrote on the board, Temple Run and Recovery. Now, how many of you guys remember Temple Run? You know what I'm talking Not that many. Temple Run is, is a game that you play on your phone or your computer, right? And, and the idea is that you just keep running. And when there's an obstacle that comes in your path, you just keep running. And you've got to make turns. You've got to make jumps. You've got to go under stuff, but you've got to keep running. Because what happens when you stop? The minute... You stop the minute you make a wrong turn. Whatever the game monster is, comes and gets you from behind. Okay? They created every different version. Every Disney movie has a version of Temple Run, right? It's all every so many different versions of Temple Run, but they're all exactly the same. Keep moving. Keep facing the obstacles. Figure out how to get under, how to get over, how, when to turn left, when to turn right. But keep moving forward. Because when you slow down, it catches you. Huh. Let's think about treatment and recovery. Let's talk about this disease. Right? You come into St. Christopher's Inn... And what am I just finished asking you to do? To do some of the work, not most of the work, to do all of the work. To take those healthy risks. To keep moving forward. To do the next right thing. Because when you slow down, when you stop, you're moving backwards and you've got a disease that is waiting to creep up and grab you. This disease that you have does not care what color you are, how much money you have, how educated you are. All it wants you to do is slow down. Slow down for me, baby. I'm coming to get you. Here you have the opportunity. And what is, you know, I always like, well, so why is this encouraging? Why is this empowering? Because you always have the ability to keep moving forward. While the disease doesn't discriminate, nor does treatment and recovery. There is nobody too smart, too dumb, too rich, too poor to get this thing. All it takes is a willingness to keep moving forward, to keep doing the next right thing. Every single one of you in this room, I can look every one of you in the eye and say, yeah, you've got what it takes because all you got to do is want it. Unlike Temple Run, you know, has a lot of big differences here. You know, unlike Temple Run, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, your fingers getting tired. You don't have to worry about looking up ahead. All you've got to do in recovery is do the next right thing. Ah, but the biggest difference, the biggest difference between Temple Run and recovery is when you get a game over in Temple Run, you can go, ah, oh, man, I'll just play a new game. We've seen far too many people die to this disease who stop playing this game, who stop who slow down, who go backwards, who turn around. When the opportunity lies in front of them. You know, one of my favorite quotes is from uh, singer Anna Nalek. I want you to listen to these words. I want you to picture the word that I'm painting here. It says, There's a light at the end of the tunnel you shout. Because you're just as far in as you'll ever be out. And these mistakes you make, you'll just make them again if you only try turning around. Okay? Here you are, gentlemen. You are in the tunnel. There is a light at the end of the tunnel and it is not a train. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. You are in the tunnel. The light is ahead of you. You see people separate here every day that seem to know where that light is. You can see the light in their eyes. It's in other people. It is there to be meant for you as well. But just because you're in the tunnel doesn't mean that you're going to move towards the light. And far too many of you just simply try turning around and going backwards. And when you go backwards, you go back to what you came from. You go back to that hell. You go back to that bottom. Unlike Temple Run, too many of you guys don't get the opportunity to reset that game. So unlike Temple Run, we ask you guys to understand the importance of continuing to move forward. We believe in you. We are your biggest fans. We are your biggest cheerleaders. And we want nothing more than to turn out sober men.
1: Can I have a hallelujah? Hallelujah! Michael! In the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, which is a holiday classic, huh? And the reason that these movies become classics is because they contain a truth, something that grabs people, something that resonates with people. You can watch it over and over again. It doesn't get boring because it's true, huh? But the main character, George Bailey, Jimmy Stewart, becomes discouraged. Discouraged. Why? Because he had these grand visions of himself and his life. I'm going to build bridges and skyscrapers. I'm going to get out of this one-horse town, and I'm going to get away from this building and loan. And and he didn't think his life was enough. Hmm? So he was bored. He was discouraged. He just didn't think his life had any importance or any significance. And so he gets to the point where he's drinking in a bar. And I forget the name of the bar owner, an Italian guy. What's his name? Martini. Martini. Mr. Martini. Thank you. Mr. Martini. <coughs> but anyway, so he's drinking at the bar and he's getting drunk. And he makes a statement as he's leaving the bar and heading for the bridge to jump off of. He makes a statement. It probably would have been better if I was never born. so God hears that and says to Clarence the angel says Clarence we got to go down and talk to this guy so Clarence comes down to earth to visit with uh, George Bailey and what he does in short is he reverses everything makes it as though George Bailey was never born and then takes him back and shows him what the world would have been like if he was never born And what he does is he points out to him all the little things, all the things that he did that made a difference. Probably maybe the most significant one being that his little brother had fallen through the ice and would have drowned, except that George pulled him out, and then his brother became a war hero and saved thousands of people in the war. So the angel showed George that if he hadn't done that, if it wasn't for him, all of these people would have died because his brother wouldn't have been there to save them. You see what I mean? Everything that we do, every little thing, every act of positivity, every act of kindness, every act of love, any kind of goodness that you bring into the world counts for something. huh? So don't look at your life and say, oh, it's insignificant or I'm not important or I can't do anything great or I've never <laughs> done anything great. Don't let your mind go there. Every act of kindness, every goodness, every positivity that you bring into the world counts. So just keep doing the next right thing, and and it will make a difference, huh? Thanks, guys. Thank you, Michael.
0: Yeah, the saying goes, God don't make no junk. And I don't care whether you believe in God or not, really, but the saying is true. You are of value. It's hard to put your finger on. But you see so many different men that go through here that start out hearing the words, I am a good man worthy of love and respect and thinking that's for somebody else. And then how many people do you see that stand here when they separate, when they graduate, when they complete treatment and they come to realize, you know what? I am a good man worthy of love and respect. I've learned that here. I've opened myself to this process and have come to learn it it is possible for all of you <coughs> gentlemen when you keep moving forward you keep winning that game of temple run we find that this is a place where miracles happen and at St. Christopher's Inn we have the good fortune of seeing miracles happen here every day and at this time we ask that if you have experienced a miracle If something has happened to you in the past week that you never thought was possible, but it did happen, we ask that you come forward and you share that miracle. You know, it might not just feel good to know that you've experienced a miracle, but there might be somebody in this room who's got one foot out the door. Maybe they're going to keep their feet planted where they're supposed to be because something you said moved them to stay. Is that an oxymoron? Move them to stay. Well done, Dave. <laughs> All right. So if you've experienced a miracle in the past week, be willing to come forward now. Yes.
2: Uh, Dennis B., track two. And uh, if any of the guys that came with me in the beginning, notice I'm separating on Tuesday. And to complete this program with a full completion and only uh, not ending up in A and B, which is a miracle for me, and only having three write-ups for very minor infractions with my attitude I had when I came in. Is a miracle. I'm leaving St. Chris is far from perfect, but a much better human being than when I came in.
0: Thank you. Yes. Uh, my name's Kevin B., Track 13. Um, when I was using drugs, uh, I actually prayed for God to take my life. And uh, I believe that he saved me for a purpose, and I believe that he saved me to come here because coming back here, I actually found my spirituality, and I feel 100% better. So thank you. Thank you. Yes.
3: Yeah, I'm Kenneth, uh, Track 12. Drug addict. Uh, it's kind of uh, for me, it is a miracle. Uh, I didn't want to come up here. I came kicking and screaming. I had just done another program, like David said, it didn't help me. the few days that you're in there you really don't get much out of it. And uh, I just found out I'm leaving the first I mean second or third week in January, and I'm glad I'd rather stay longer now. There is a change in me. I don't know where it's coming from. I have a great counselor that helped me a really long, working with me privately and also with our small group, and uh, something's changing in me. I do have hope. I've been an out-and-out drug addict, alcoholic all my life, and I'm a lot older than most of the guys in here, and uh, there is hope for me. I am a good man. I deserve to have something good, and I'm learning that every day, and I'm I'm blessed to be here with all of you, and I'm blessed to be here with, I'm just blessed to be here.
0: Thank you. Yes. You Mark D, track twelve uh, track nine um, I see people coming in over here and they're you know they' they're out of luck they're frail they, they have no hope and you see these people after two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and you just see the major improvement that goes on with them and their attitude and their uh, faith and um, it, I, to me that's a miracle Thank you yes yeah. so It's it's a miracle. You are. I'm William D., and uh, it's a miracle. My first few weeks here,
3: I got to admit, I I wasn't taking it as serious as I should, and I was just trying to coast my way through here. And I had a couple people, including David Gerber, speak to me a few times, and uh, I don't know if I saw the light, but uh, I realized that
0: I I do need to take this much more serious, and I can get much more out of this than I, I thought I could at first. Thank you. My name is Sean P., Track 12. Uh, I just came into this facility two days ago, and uh, everybody, opened, everybody welcomed me with open arms, and um, I feel very comfortable here, and I see change happening, and I want to be a part of that change. Thank you. Thank you. Yes.
3: I'm John D. I've been here for a week and a day now, and the miracle is that, like, this was the first time I recognized I have, to do something different I've been to outpatient I've been to the 28 day deals um, and that was not enough by any means so (laughs) I actually asked to be placed somewhere that's going to take me out of my element and this is exactly it's a good bunch of people but it's a challenge for me because I'm kind of a solitary guy so this is definitely exactly what I need thank you
0: You know, something just occurred to me that uh, I've never said before, and it's it's this, um, related to these miracles, you know, and, and more good, empowering, encouraging news is that there is not a one miracle limit here, that we can see a guy who's been here for two days or a week and a day and see that it's a miracle that... They didn't go running out the door. But that doesn't mean that that's, it's not one miracle per customer. You know, the opportunity for more miracles do exist. we had a number of guys who have come up here and shared numerous miracles. So that's good news. Gentlemen, people need encouragement like plants need water. The ones who need it the most are the ones who get it the least. At this time, we ask you to take a moment and recognize, is there someone in this room? who's been a source of encouragement for you? Is there someone in this room who's been placed uh, in your path that has helped you get through a difficult time? At this time, we'd ask you to come forward and take the opportunity to recognize that person um, and recognize a couple of things. One, uh, we ask that you try to focus on one or two people at most. If we say, I want to thank the whole community, it loses some of its power. And we also want to recognize one of the differences between praise and encouragement. Praise has a tendency to stop at thank you. Whereas encouragement goes that extra mile and lets that person know just how their efforts have been helpful to me. If there's been someone in this room who's been a source of encouragement for you, would you be willing to come forward now? Yeah. You're first. Go. Neil B. Track 10. Uh I'd like to encourage Jonathan S. Um for a while I started working my own program again. Yeah, right here. Um I've been pulled up on it by numerous people. But Jonathan you especially has um you you have definitely helped me. Came to me numerous times, um when other people may have went the other way because they saw my attitude and uh My attitude is what got me to that point. So I appreciate you coming up to me and saying what I needed to hear, not what I wanted to hear, and calling me on my attitudes and behaviors.
3: Yeah. How you doing? My name is Joseph S., Track 10. I know you said um, I'm only supposed to encourage one person, but I wanted to encourage my whole track, Track 10. They've been encouraging me, and um, I thank you guys very much for for encouraging me, and I'm blessed to be in track 10. How have
0: they helped
3: you? They have helped me, encouraged me stay on the right path, and I'm um, taking this program very seriously. Thank you very much.
0: Kevin B, track 13. Uh, I want to encourage Noel. Um, you really helped me last night get through a lot, so I really appreciate what you did for me, brother. How's Thank that, you. How's he helping? Um, he helped me get through
3: like um, last night. I was having a hard time with wanting to leave and, and depression and just not
0: feeling well. And he talked to me and he talked to me and you you helped me out and all. Thank you very much.
2: How you doing, uh, Michael D. Track Five? I like to encourage my my group also, Track Five. Um, you've been uh, a lot of support to me with my depression and my anger that I've been struggling with. And I couldn't thank you guys more, including my counselor, Gina, Gina, uh, Regina, which has been a wonderful person. Thank you. Uh Dennis B., Track 2. I'd like to encourage Jeffrey from Track 2. Um, Jeffrey, you've, the talks we've had, you've always found a way to break things down in a level I could relate to and understand, not using too many big words to complex it. And uh, you made me realize things that, like, you helped me realize how my drinking is an after product of my thoughts and what goes on in my head. That I'm probably drunk weeks before I ever pick up a drink. And I appreciate that from you so much.
3: Yeah. Jonathan S., Track 11, I'd like to encourage Neil B. and William D., uh, you both have helped me an extreme amount, especially over the past few weeks with my mood swings and dealing with the loss of my father. Um, you know, and I see great, tremendous change in you guys, mm-hmm. and it just gives me hope that you know I can do the same thing and be on the other side. So, thank you.
0: How you doing, Ryan